I can't believe you hit me like that. I touched the tip of your finger with the tip of my finger just because you felt a shock of pain. That just means there is electric chemistry on Evan Diem's Joke Doctor. Do the do the intro. Um, so when there's some people at the Museum of Natural History, mm-hmm. okay, and the tourists. Wait, wait, so when there were? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm setting the scene okay, here. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Anyway, and one of the tourists asks, the tour guides, mm-hmm. the leader, the yeah. leader of the group, you know? The largest one. <laughs> the one who works there yeah. and knows all the bones, says, hey, these dinosaur bones, how old are they? And the person says, oh, they're 73 million, four years, and six months old. Taurus was like, wow, that's really exact. How do you know that, like, so precise? What kind of science is that? Tour person was like, oh, well, the dinosaur bones are 73 million years old when I started working here, and that was four and a half years ago. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I spent, I realized what joke it was halfway through, and I was like, oh, I got to come up with something to add on to it with, and I don't have anything. Well, that's just how it goes sometimes. Time to play the intro. Attention. Bad jokes, dad jokes, and puns that just don't work. The doctor will see you now. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Evan DM's Joke Doctor. It's a real laid-back experience. Uh, we're, we're both just sort of vibing and and keeping it fresh and free. And Evan DM's Joke Doctor, it's a podcast where my super laid-back co-host, Sarah... What's up? Uh, 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 ...finds jokes somewhere online and, and brings them to the podcast. And then we talk about them and we try to see if we can keep it together. So you got any emails? <laughs> yeah, I got two I got two emails. Fantastic. Are they from Charlotte and my mom? They're from Charlotte and Charlotte. Oh. <laughs> mom? <laughs> Your mom sent this email last week. Yeah, yeah but I still but wanted that was her like, to talk about You know what she had sent that email like a week before exactly. last week. Exactly. Wow. Susan. <sighs> you're letting okay, your mom. boy down. No, it's fine. It's fine. And by your boy, do you mean the dog? <laughs> she would never let her boy down if we mean the dog. <laughs> okay, what are the emails? Okay. So Charlotte went to Planet Word and says... Oh, yes. Hey, y'all, over the summer I visited Planet Word, which is a museum about language in D.C. There's an exhibit in which two people sit across from one another, each with their screens prompting jokes. The goal is to make the other laugh by telling the joke on screen. Some were bangers, some were not. I took pictures of a few of my favorites to share with you. What do you call a factory that sells products that are just okay? A satisfactory? Yeah, a satisfactory. Uh, And Charlie said, probably change the word factory in the setup, right? What do you call a warehouse that manufactures products that are just okay? Yeah, exactly. I do think- Our audience is learning. Well, Charlotte, Charlotte's been good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the the including that, so I don't even have to say it. You no. know what I'm saying? You're going to be out of a job. Yeah, that's the point. You know, the, <laughs> the point of a podcast is to someday feel like you don't need to do it anymore. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like teaching. Um, and <laughs> I do think it's really funny that Phoebe Bridgers noted emotionally uh, charged songwriter has a, a label called Saddest Factory. Yeah. Which I think is like both kind of like 
oh, it's satisfactory, which is like self-deprecating, but also saddest. It's good. It's yeah. good. It's good. It's good. Okay, next one. Why did the Invisible Man turn down a job offer? He couldn't see himself in it? Yeah, he couldn't see himself doing it. Mm-hmm. What do you call someone who never farts in public? Um, hmm. Oh, tight. Oh, God. A tight ass? No, a private tutor. Hmm. <laughs> it's tutor like for teaching. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not uh, like, not like the uh, royal family no. sort of like upper class a two door. Um, and Charlie said that they laughed at that one for too long. Yeah, I think so. Um, what do you call Pikachu if it joins a social justice movement? Ooh. Um. Okay, it's not. There's nothing there for Black Panther. Weather Underground. I don't think. Um. I don't know. Oh, oh, Wokemon. Oh. Yeah, it's just woke hyphen mon. Wokemon. Wokemon. Yeah. That's that's bad. Yeah, that's, I don't think I like that. No, it's not good at all. Okay, why does the Norwegian Navy have barcodes on their ships? Uh, is it? Is it it's not an IKEA thing because that's Swedish, no. right? No, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so that when they come back to port, they can Scandinavian. Wow. God, it's just. Oh, if you're uh, the visceral reaction I'm having right now is one that is genuinely quite pleased Mm -hmm. to hear wordplay come out of the computer that you have (laughs) that is like multiple syllables long. Yeah. Like Scandinavian is just so clean in wordplay that it's just we never get shit like that. No, that's true. Um, It doesn't fully work grammatically, but. It's trying to do something more, so yeah. I like it. Yeah. Charlie says, this one is my fave for sure. What are your thoughts on using Navy in the setup? What could you say other than Navy that would land just as clearly like the Norwegian fleet? Yeah, I think so. No- Nor- Norwegian uh, battleships, no. something like that. But also, like, how do you get a grammatical phrase that makes sense of Scandinavian, yeah. right? Not the double meaning, but like... To make sure they could Scandinavian, but it but it, that doesn't make sense because you, you couldn't just say to make sure, oh no, you could. If you have a black American vernacular, you can drop the, the verb there, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure they Scandinavian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because they don't have to say they are. Yeah. They could just say they. Yeah. It implies the being. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how, I mean, so yeah, get someone, (laughs) find your, find your black friend. And if you listen to this podcast, I know you have one and, um, have them tell that joke. (laughs) Um, yeah, Charlie, Charlie says, I'm racking up points by guessing punchlines before Evan, like it's nobody's business. And if I combine points with my tour partner, we are well on our way to a visit. I'm aching for a house call with infinite gratitude and love, Charlie. Wow. And then the second email is about seeing Barbie with Susan. Hey, gang. Tell me more. It's true. Evan asked me to email about my lovely Barbie experience with Susan, and I wait until after you record the following episode to do it. Womp womp. Mm. So recently, Evan's lovely mother, Susan, and I went to see Barbie together. We had so much fun. Susan brought me flowers from her garden when she picked me up. I've also received flowers from Susan's garden, and they're lovely. She loves to give people flowers from her garden. They are in my living room next to TV for all to see. I would like to point out that I had already seen Barbie when I learned that Susan had yet to find someone to go with her. I couldn't allow the search to go on. I thoroughly enjoyed the time I spent in Susan's company thus far and was thrilled to be her movie-going buddy. 
We both laughed a lot during the movie. The opening scene depicts some silly little girls smashing their bar- their baby dolls in favor of playing with Barbie, and Susan whispered to me, I used to have that exact doll. My favorite part was Ryan Gosling's laugh. It was so true to his character and so tastefully incorporated into moments, into specific moments of condescension. Another aspect of the film we enjoyed was something you noted in your own analysis of the movie. The juxtaposition between nonsensical doll speak, beach, and moments of verbose theoretical musings, crying about fascism on the school bench. It was fun to see that variety in their language language choices. I, truthfully, wouldn't have gone to the length of detailing our shared review, but Evan asked me to talk about what we connected over in the film. Obviously, our greatest connection is our adoration for Evan, whom we both love to talk about. Susan actually texted me a picture of Evan and Sasha the other day, which is exactly the content I seek when I befriend my friend's moms. Susan, if you're listening, it was my pleasure to see Barbie with you, and you are always welcome to send me pictures of my dearest pal, Evan. I actually saw a poster online today for this for a second Barbie movie in which she takes on the Big Apple. Could have been fake. Comedy news? Missy, love you. Beat you, Charlie. Beat you. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite Evan pictures actually is one that's hanging up in your dad's house and it's Sasha kissing you on the cheek. And I'm like, I'm like six in that picture. No, right? you're bigger. Oh no, that's the one where we're at the park. Yeah, you're yes, like outside. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like 17 or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cute. It's a really cute picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, I saw someone that, thank you, Charlotte, for those emails. Charlie, love you too. I saw some Twitter discourse about that, like, that fascism joke where she's like, they called me a fascist, but I don't even control the means of production and the railways. And someone was like, you guys think this is smart just because it says fascism and stuff. That's not even what a fascist is. And it was like, Okay, but you understand this is a Barbie who clearly doesn't know what fascism is all the way. Yeah. Or else they would have understood why they were being called a fascist. And it's like some people, some people, you got to keep in mind that some people are not going to like your joke unless it is a hundred percent factually accurate to the thing you're making a joke around. Sometimes you just got to write those people off, you know? Like sometimes you got to stay true to the, to the source material so that the joke works. But sometimes you can fudge it a little bit. And if people complain about that, just call them a nerd and put them in a locker. I'm I'm thinking, what if Barbie misheard the word fascist as fast-ish? <laughs> yeah, okay. She's not fast-ish. She's... Because she, 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 doesn't, she, doesn't, she doesn't control the trains and they go very fast. Uh-huh. And the means of production. The means... Yeah, speedy. Faster Business than light. Business is money. Time is, of, time is money. Time is money. Yeah, that's why you got to be fastish when you're doing business. <laughs> you're so right. What's the first joke? What's it called when you go to an amusement park on the second Sunday in June? Is the second Sunday in June a famous notable holiday? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> wait, okay. <laughs> what is the what wait. is the setup? Wait, 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 wait. Is it like a Six Flags thing? Like it sixth is, month? Yeah, it's Six Flags Day. But I don't what? know why. Oh, Flag Day. Right, but Flag Day isn't the second <laughs> Sunday in June. <laughs> okay. Flag Day is June 14th. No, but that's a, I mean, it would theoretically be some Sunday, right? One day. But not consistently. No. So it's not, yeah, it was on a Friday this year. It's the 14th. It's not the Sunday. Uh-uh. So they're just saying what they're, so how that, that joke should start is... So June 1st is a Monday. Now, 
Listen to the rest of this joke. I don't think you can like control someone's calendar. That's dumb. No, the joke isn't even good. Mm-mm. It's not worth it. Mm-mm. Put the whole thing in the... Folks, I am going to have to ask you to put all of your comedy flags at half-mast for... 9-11. 9-11. <laughs> I was going to say for the, that horrible joke, but you're right. We haven't acknowledged the fact that we're recording on 9-11. It seems like we almost forgot. That would be terrible. Oh, thanks. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, I never forget. I'm a true American. You're a real true American. Mm-hmm. Next joke, please. We'll talk more about 9-11 later, maybe. I don't know. You can be a true American with one immigrant parent. Why yeah, not? Especially if you're, because honestly, if you are, if you're from the Middle East and you're an American who lived through 9-11, you kind of got to really lean into the American thing or else people are going to be terrible at you. Yeah. So kind of got to be. People are going to be terrible at you regardless. They are. So you Fun might fact. as well have a nice little American flag pen. Yeah. You know, it's like how your dad used to like be be a Middle Eastern man and wear his like army hat, yeah, right? Yeah, so that they were like, yeah. thank you for your, thank you for your, so thank you your for your best. service. Thank you for your, yeah. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. So it's, it's, a it's way, Im- just a way to bamboozle the old white man. It's important. To, yeah. Because like how demographically, despised must you be by the oppressive class in order for serving in the military to no longer like absolve you of that. Yeah. And I think it's currently being trans Mm. because it's not gay anymore. I think for a while it was being gay and now it isn't anymore. We got to, we got to, we got to keep pushing that in one direction or the other. I don't know. We got to push it all the way to the end. So wait, no, you got to push it. But but I don't want to respect the soldiers. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know what to do. Let's do the next joke. Where do goldfish go camping? The forest. They don't. They can't go in the forest. No? No, they they would die. Why? Because they like live in a tank? They don't have little legs. Oh, oh you said fish, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, where do fish go on vacation? No, go camping. Camping. <laughs> Where else do you go camping? Uh, where do they go camping? Is this like an underwater thing that also is like a forest or woods word? No. Um, Definitely not. Is it a type of fish? No. Oh, geez. Let me tell you. It doesn't fully make sense. That makes two out of two jokes so far. <laughs> go for it. Around the globe. I guess because if you think about a fish, like... The clip art sense, they live in like the little globe round shaped thing. Yeah, the fishbowl. It's so it's kind of like a globe. So I guess if they wanted to go camping, they could go to the other side. I don't know. Mm, that has to be what it is because it doesn't make any sense. No, I don't even know what else it could be. Um, like, I don't know if they, if like, where else could a fish go camping? I, I don't know. Maybe they do just leave their, leave their little houses and go find another body of water for a little while and then go back. <laughs> Like the closest I could imagine is like is like a little dialogue that I was like I wanted to see if I could to to subtly nudge you into doing, but it's like where does a where does a fish go camping in the forest? And you say, but they live in a tank; they can't go in the forest. And then I say, I don't know. Ask Russian peasants if a tank can go in a forest. Can it? Mm-hmm. No, that's the end of the joke because you you would know that like Russians have. Like they would use tanks to go through the forest during like wars and stuff. Oh, that sounds cumbersome. Hmm? 
cumbersome. No, I I know I heard the word, but I mean like how? What do you mean? Um, tank in the forest too too big. Yeah, but it like crushes the trees. Poor trees. The yeah, they could not do that. They, we need the trees. They could not do that. Yeah. Anyway, they shouldn't do nukes either. But where does laundry go to college? Tide Penn State. No. <laughs> um, Gainesville. No. Down east. No. <laughs> oh no! What's Laundry's favorite TV show? Downton Abbey. Down. Well, down because it's down e, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, I was tying it over into the first part of East. Downton Abbey, though, that's something. Um, Maybe what's a blanket's favorite? A blanket's favorite TV show. Yeah. Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Yeah. They're all just like fancy blankets in their fancy house. I don't know what happens in that show. <laughs> Me neither. That's, that's got to be the end of our Downton Abbey riff because neither of us have seen it or know anything about it culturally. Okay. Is it a? Is it like a laundry product? No. Okay. Oh, and it's college, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't, um, university shirt. No. Um. University of. University of shirt. No. <laughs> what? I don't know. You you prompted me with just University of, and then I don't have anything to go off of. University yes. of Laundry, University of Soap, University of uh, Powder, dry, uh, Dryer. Dryer? Is I hardly it, know her. Is it an HBCU, and that stands for Hot Boiled Clothes? Um, underwear. <laughs> underwear. Okay, there we go, yeah. Hot boiled clothes and underwear. Yeah. Uh, no. I don't know. It's none of that. Um, laundry go college at the University of Washington. Mmm. Washing. Uh, it's it's washing hyphen ton. Washington. Washing Washington of yeah. clothes. Yeah. A washing ton of clothes. Washing ton of clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, the University of Washington's of clothes is pretty. That's that feels like something. Like it feels like it feels like a really like kind of goofy thing that you could say to someone. Like if they see you walk into the laundry and you're carrying a big bucket and you're mm-hmm. just like, oh man, off to college again. You're like, yep, University of Washington's of clothes. Like you could just that that could be like a thing that you and this one other person who always see each other in the laundromat say to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, college time, University of Washington's of clothes every time. Every time. You know, and then maybe you... That's the meet cute. Yeah. And like 10 years later, you're at a bar. And you're like, hey, oh my God, I washing tons of clothes. Yes. What? Oh my God. It's been so long. Whatever I've ha- done so many loads of laundry. Oh, and I wasn't there to help you. <laughs> Sorry, I was away at school. <laughs> you want to make out? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, that's better. That's, that's fixed. We've taken that and we've moved it into a... A romantic a comedy. Yeah. It's just like the beginning of a romantic comedy. And that comedy is called... Scrub-a-dub-dub. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was looking for maybe some wordplay in there. Uh, love-a-dub-dub? No, because scrub, scrub-a-dub is more like a bath, not yeah. laundry. But if you think about it, laundry is just bath for clothes. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? Hmm. What's the... Write into edjdpodcast at gmail.com if you have a suggestion for a laundry-based romantic comedy. Maybe they say, is this our meat cute? And they say, sheet cute. Because like... Um, sheet cute. Sheet. Dryer that's, sheet. That's the name. 
Sheet cute. Sheet cute. I don't know about that. I like I I was thinking about it, but I was like, sheet I don't. Cute. It's kind of nothing because like there can be bed sheets. Mm. And because it's romantic, Ooh, maybe it's in like, the sheets. Is, is this our? And they're they're hooking up, and then one of them stops and goes, "Is this our sheet cute?" Oh no, no, no. <laughs> so what? Okay, Say not again. Not again. Yeah, because they've because that's the yeah. I think in the sheets maybe. Ooh, in the sheets. Yeah. They still say sheet cute. They say sheet cute. Yeah. Like that's the tagline on like one of the trailers or something like that. They have all of these goofy little, little jokes about laundry. So they do the Tide Pen University and, Mm -hmm. and Down East and Gainesville. And Mm -hmm. maybe there's another one. Not as far as I know. University of Washington. Well, yeah, that was, that's, that's a given. Um, I want, I want to see if maybe there's one more. I don't, what, are there other, uh, oh, you know what they release at their wedding? Doves. The deodorant? It's another soap brand. Yeah, it's another soap brand. Oh. And the deodorant. Well, once again, we are proving to shows and movies out there that we deserve to be in their writer's rooms. TM, 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 TM. Mm-hmm. We own that. Um, speaking of trademarks, no. Mm-hmm. Speaking of clean comedy, uh, I'd like to welcome to the podcast our dear friend, Katie Warren, who is going to join us for comedy news. Uh, Hello, Katie. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's nice to be here. We're glad to have you here. So you you do a comedy thing where you're from. Yes, I do. I'm a comedy producer in St. John's, Newfoundland, which is an island at the very eastern end of Canada. Nice. You want to tell us about your show? I would love to tell you about my show. Thank you. Uh, My show is called New Funny, and it's a monthly comedy showcase for, um, we say, non-swam performers, uh, which is an acronym that we use to mean... I I took the mic because I was going to prompt you, but then you were going to say it anyway, so... I'll say it anyways. Great. Uh, so uh, when we say non-swam, we mean non-straight, white, abled male. So basically, most comedians are mm-hmm. straight, white, abled men, and uh, particularly in our uh, community in St. John's, it's uh, it's been a pretty low diversity comedy environment for a very long time. Uh, so myself and my brilliant co-conspirator, Kara Windsor Hare. Uh, started doing this monthly show where basically the only rules are uh, you can't be a straight white abled man and you got to do some funny. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so we have a lot of stand up, but we also have burlesque and movement pieces and music and poetry. And this month coming up in September, we're actually going to have our 20th first timer doing stand up at the show. So Whoa. that's wow. Yeah, that's very exciting. Like two years to have 20 people start has been very good. Now, I did jokingly say that this was clean comedy, but it isn't, is it? No, it's often pretty profoundly yucky, actually. We do. We like to get a little stinky on it sometimes, for sure. Yeah, and that's something that we like to really clarify is that we're aiming not to create a safe space because I believe that to be impossible and sets people up to be hurt Mm -hmm. when they're expecting that they can't be, which can sometimes be worse. But we focus on accountable comedy. So it's like you can do whatever you want at our show under the understanding that we have an open dialogue with the members of our community and if anybody reaches out and says hey that didn't feel right to me and here's why 
that you're ready to hear that and sort of grow and change and, and alter your set for future appearances on the show. And does that happen super often? Uh, I think we've had it happen four or five times through the anonymous feedback form and once or twice through people reaching out to me directly. That's a, I mean, that's a pretty good, pretty good ratio. Kind of means you're like, so, so are you, are you specifically scouting people out to join this or is it like a post and people are hearing about it? So we've been really lucky that um, the community in St. John's made it clear to us that they want this show to exist. We usually pull 40 or 50 people for an audience. And of course, a lot of those people in the audience are people who are not feeling represented in other comedy spaces. So we, we're very lucky now that we have sort of a too much performer interest. We've got so many people who are seeing the show and want to get involved and want to try it out. Uh, and only so many spots to do it on. So yeah, our main recruiting practice is at, at the end of the show, I say, does that look fun? Did you not see yourself up here? Maybe you should. And that's, it's, it's, that's pretty much all I do. <laughs> do you perform in your show? Yes, I do. So I, I co-host the show and I usually do a new 10 minutes of stand-up every month. But, you know, that's and I don't think that's the conventional way to become a stand-up comedian because I wasn't one before I started hosting this show. <laughs> uh, but I will say it's a great way to have a lot of material to choose from for other gigs later. How do you uh, source your material? So my my material is often something I saw in the past week that I thought was ridiculous. Um, I love to read out uh, like weird news articles. Um, I uh, recently lost and had to replace my passport. Did a set about that. Uh, yeah, so I'm yeah I'm in pretty a pretty conversational mode of of stand up for sure. Now you found your passport. That's correct. No, that's not correct. I had to get a new passport. Uh, the old one has not turned up. But great news, my picture for the new passport, hottest photo of me ever taken. So. There's there's winds to be found. There's always wind. The winds the winds of change. You know, you know. Uh, I gotta say that I, doing this podcast while being able to like look over at you and see you laugh while we do the podcast is is great. What about doing stand up? Obviously, like making someone laugh and like looking at their laugh right is is great. But what do you really like about doing stand up? Oh, um. I think what I really like what stands out to me about stand up because I'm also I'm a performer in other ways. I'm a I'm a, I'm an improviser. I've recently become a sketch comedian, but I think the thing that I like about stand up is that it is all about me. <laughs> it's it's so deeply personal and it's so deeply specific and I find that um with with like especially with our first timers at the show the people who find the most success, and we've and we've been lucky that all of our first timers have had very good audience reception. If you are talking about something that is specifically true for you, it will almost always work better. Mm. Like the more the more personal and the more sort of introspective you get in your prep, I think the the better the set turns out. So it's um yeah, basically I think I'm very interesting and I think everyone else should also think I'm interesting and stand up is a vehicle for me to assert that upon the the people in my community. Well, I mean, I think you're very interesting. It's part of why we're friends and why you're all the way down here in the United States from uh from Newfoundland. 
So I was going to ask you about your biggest advice, but I think you did give a biggest advice. So do you have a second biggest advice for maybe not just being a stand-up comedian, but being a funny person or being a joke writer, perhaps? Yeah, I, I think that my big advice would be it's not hard. Um, I think that people often see, particularly stand-up, because it's such a sort of individual sport, and they go, I could never, oh, with everybody looking at me, I could never do that. And I'm so sure that you could because I received no training or help and started just kind of doing it. And it's it's really like if you get on stage and talk to people, they will listen to you. If you're holding the special, make your voice loud stick. Right. Like that's how it works. And I think that anybody who is like, I'm funny, but I could never do stand up. I would encourage them to correct the end of that sentence. Mm. That's good. That's good and motivating, I think. So finally, I'd like to prompt you with with a request, which is our. I'm now I'm doing your our sound, <laughs> your Newfoundland accent. Um, is there a place where people who are listening to this podcast and trust me and my recommendations and know that I'm trusting you with a recommendation, they would they would be so motivated to go find and listen to people that you think are funny. Where could they find some of these people who have maybe been on New Funny or maybe, which is a playoff of Newfoundland, which I didn't get for a really long time. <laughs> oh, I picked that up immediately. Oh, well, I'm like not the as, first time you said it, I was like, okay, yeah. I'm not as smart as you. Um, that's why you're the, that's why you're the glue of the podcast and I'm the frosting. And as everyone knows, those two things don't make any sense together, but one is useful for keeping things together. One is useful for keeping cake together. Whoa. See, I didn't even think of that. You're way smarter than me. Anyway, do you have any new Frosting Finla is kind of the glue of cake. Whoa. I would have thought it was like egg. No. Okay. Um, anyway, is there a way for people to listen to any of the folks that either you have had performed there or just that you think are great who are local to your scene? Yes, of course. Well, uh, for your booming St. John's audience, they can come to the ship on the last Thursday of every month. But uh, for uh, maybe the, the few people who are not located in Newfoundland, um, uh, the Just for Laughs, which is like a Canadian comedy yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, does these albums called Just for Laughs Originals. Uh, and they've done two now that for Stand Up Atlantic, which is sort of like featuring local comedians. Uh, one of my very favorite comedians ever, local or otherwise, is named Veronica Diamond. And she was featured on one which is named Infinity Plus Pizza. And that's the title of one of her all-time rock and best ever jokes. So I would encourage everyone to get on to whatever streaming service you like. And if you love that album, there's one from the previous year called Miss Totally Tubulous, which is named after a joke by Brie Parsons, another great local comedian. And Sarah Walsh is on that album, too. So, yeah, there's a these. Now, there are, of course, uh, many swams featured on the albums, mm. but you can you can sift through and find our guys. We're looking non swam. I shouldn't have taken the microphone from you because that's very swam of me, but. <laughs> well, no, it's Sam of you. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Katie Warren, for joining us on the podcast. And now back to whatever else we do. Bye-bye. Beautiful. Are you listening to music that I'm not? Maybe. You'll never know. I wish I had listened. I wish I could listen to music right now. I got music in my head. I got music in my head, but it won't go. I got four minutes until my meeting. <laughs>
We've got so much podcast left. Okay, 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 okay. We got to go. We can do, yeah, let's let's have this one be short cuz we had a long interview with Katie and I have to do my meeting. So. Oh. Oh, I meant go fast. Yeah, I I did mean go fast, but I don't know if we could do three more jokes in 4 minutes unless Oh, 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 oh. What is the name of the story that combines science and Christianity? Uh the Bible. Go uh, next. <laughs> A- Adam and Eve. Oh, Adam and Eve. Uh, that's not bad. What did the baby Cuz he did make everything, right? It didn't God made it made every god is god made adam adams make up everything and god made everything god made atom and adams bible yeah is it spooky that we're all part of the adams family think about it um it's a little kooky yeah (laughs) let's go (laughs) what did the baby balloon say to the mama balloon pop where's Where's pop where's papa balloon where's papa balloon Mm, that's dark what's a bird's favorite ballet nutcracker no because they because they eat nuts. Squirrels eat nuts. Oh, you're right. Birds can't eat nuts because of their allergies. Yeah. Bird's favorite ballet? Yeah. Swan Lake? Yes. Is that it? Yeah. How about a Ziggy joke? Wait, what if it's a lake that doesn't have any straight, white, abled... <laughs> Katie's laughing already. <laughs> it's a redo of Swan Lake, but with no straight, white, abled men. Non-swam lake? Non-swam lake. No swimming in this lake. No swimming in this lake because all the... Because, um, um, because it, I don't know. Ziggy joke. Ziggy joke. <laughs> Give us some Uh, hi, excuse me. Uh, Ziggy is not called Ziggy anymore. It's actually called Computer, so you have to change the jingle. Sorry. Uh, take care. Oh, okay. Uh, jokes from the computer. Jokes a computer told to me. Computer jokes? What do you get when you cross a ninja with a squid? Ooh, this one's interesting. Is it a ninja? Squimorai? Uh uh. A squid and a and a and a ninja. And a ninja. I don't know. Disappearing ink. Mm. Mm. That's kind of whack. Yeah. I prefer, in a similar vein, the joke that's. Uh, this guy came up to me and said, "Hey, uh, can you tell me what they call those uh, those ninja throwing stars?" And I said, "Sure, I can." Is that what they're called? Shuriken, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Unless those are the knives. I forget which. It's it's one of the two. One of the things that are the sharp and pointy. Yeah. Assume that I got all of those terms right, and it's a pretty good joke. All right. Find me by searching Evan DM online. Please listen to my new album, Distant Pulses, which came out last Friday. That's the non-comedy news. That's non-comedy news. But it's very important uh, is that uh, according to a lot of people, it's a good album. And, I think so. Oh, thanks. And um, what do you think, Katie? I think it's a good album. Thank you. I hope you listen to it soon. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find Sarah at Sarah ABTW. That's Sarah with an H. Uh, send emails to us at edjdpodcast at gmail.com and go to patreon.com slash joke doctor to listen to uh, bonus episodes. And maybe in like five months, you'll hear the one we did with Katie <laughs> because we're maybe. on such a long, long delay. Anyway, that was the wildest end to an episode I think we've ever done. It's now 3 p.m. So I have to go to my work meeting, which if I find out it's canceled, well, that's just what that that episode's like. Because I haven't checked. Because my work computer is under my regular computer, so I can't actually look at it right now. Um, anything else? Uh, honk joke, bonk joke? Uh, bonk joke. God, there was one really early on. One of the ones that Charlotte sent. One of the... Um, uh, or no. 
Invisible Man, Private Tutor. Maybe uh, no, maybe Pikachu. Pikachu. Pe- Wokemon. Yeah, Wokemon. Terrible. Flag yeah, Day. Bad. Terrible. Yeah. Scandinavian. Easily, Good. easily best joke. Okay. All right. That's it. Oh, oh. Do you want to join for the? And as we always say at the end of the episode, if it ain't joke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. Bye. Bye.